Welcome to today's edition of CS Computing News, in which we give you a brief but focused look at several of the biggest and most interesting technology-related stories. Our first story is, hackers seek ransom from startups and small companies they hit with denial-of-service attacks. Hackers are increasingly launching distributed denial-of-service attacks against small tech companies and startups and then asking for ransom to make the traffic flood stop. The attacks have affected firms such as Meetup, whose website facilitates group meetings, the Vimeo video sharing site, Basecamp, which makes a project management application, the Bitly link shortening service, the Shutterstock stock photography agency, MailChimp, an email marketing service provider, and Hootsuite, vendor of a social media management system. The FBI is looking into the attacks. In each case, Hackers used botnets to generate large traffic volumes that took victims' websites offline. For example, Basecamp said on its blog, its network was subject to data flows of up to 20 gigabits per second. The attackers demand a ransom to halt the flow of data. They typically ask for relatively small amounts of money, such as $300. In the future, though, security experts say, the hackers might attack again and ask for considerably more money. Quite a few attack victims pony up the ransom demanded. However, companies like Basecamp and Meetup did not do so, even though it took a day or so to mitigate the attack traffic and get their websites back online. Security experts say hackers have targeted small tech startups and other small companies because they can't afford to be offline for long, but may not have the money for elaborate security or the services of a website hosting company that could handle high denial-of-service traffic volumes. Our next story is Content Providers Challenge Service Providers Over Slow Network Speeds. Currently, companies such as Google and Netflix depend on Internet service providers to deliver their content at high enough speeds and with few enough delays to make the viewing experience attractive to customers. However, that frequently doesn't occur, so content providers are starting to take matters into their own hands. For example, Netflix is developing its own content delivery infrastructure, and Google is upgrading its high-speed Google Fiber network, which enables data rates of up to 1 gigabit per second. The average internet connection speed is about 18 megabits per second worldwide, 22 in South Korea, 13 in Japan, 12.5 in the Netherlands, 10 in the United States, 9 in Canada and the UK, and 6.5 in France, according to a recent study by Internet Content Delivery Network provider Akamai Technologies. Content providers want better performance than this because of consumers' growing demand for video and other data-intensive content that ISPs' typical networks can't always handle smoothly. Our final story is European governments pay to stave off Windows XP's death. Windows XP was supposed to die a peaceful death earlier this week when Microsoft ended support for the 12-year-old operating system. However, reports of its death were a bit exaggerated. The governments of the Netherlands and the UK have signed contracts to pay Microsoft to continue supporting Windows XP for their agencies, under the company's custom support program. The British government will pay 
million pounds, which is about $9.2 million, for security-related support of Windows XP, Office 2003, and Exchange 2003 until April the 8th, 2015, one year after general support ended. Any agency in the UK that wants the extended support must first show that it's developed a viable plan to transition to newer versions of the software within the year. UK officials haven't revealed how many of their computers still run XP. Dutch officials have also contracted for support of Windows XP, still running on between 34,000 and 40,000 public sector computers, also until April the 8th, 2015. The government hasn't said how much it will spend on this, except that it represents a multi-million euro deal. Other nations may choose to buy extended XP support, and the cost could be much higher for larger countries such as the U.S. Microsoft began retail sales of XP in October 2001. The company ended sales and general licensing of the operating system in June of 2008. It ceased mainstream support in April 2009, primarily providing only security-related support thereafter. Thank you for listening, and check back for another edition of CS Computing News.